Good morning, 10 past the hour. It's Faith Radio. Thanks for being with us this morning. I'm Bill Meyer. My guest, Bill English. He is a business consultant in the Twin Cities area and the founder of BibleAndBusiness.com. Good morning, Bill. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? You sound like you just had a couple of extra mochas there. Uh, you, got... <laughs> you know, I'm a, I'm an extra mocha kind of guy. You are. A little <laughs> extra caffeine this morning got Billy going. Okay, so President Trump has been talking a lot about rolling back regulations in the past week or two, uh, including the controversial uh, Dodd-Frank Act, which was passed a few years ago. And, and he's also said this. He said it's almost impossible to start a small business in America, given all these regulations. Um, first of all, explain how the Dodd-Frank law has impacted banks and how that in turn may have impacted at least some small businesses. Okay. In short, Dodd-Frank rose or raised the level of capital that banks had to have on hand in order to make certain loans. And so let's say instead of a bank having to have a uh, hundred million dollars of cash sitting around. Now they had to have two hundred million. I'm being a little facetious to make the point. Okay, and so when you have to have extra capital in reserve, then you can't loan it out, right? Or at least you have to loan out against it, and you have to raise raise your capital requirements. And so what happened was um, small businesses who uh, need loans would go to these banks, and the banks would say, "Well, we've got a." essentially have more cash on hand before we can make loans. Plus, when we reach a $10 million or $10 billion threshold and a $50 billion threshold, those capital requirements go up. And so banks, when you know an $8 billion or a $9 billion bank might not always want to lend to just every business uh, so that they wouldn't hit the $10 billion threshold and incur additional regulations and scrutinies and that kind of thing. And so uh, it, it kind of froze up uh, the uh, the uh, credit for small businesses. Plus, the smaller banks also had to raise uh, their capital, I think, unnecessarily. And that has also kind of crowded out some of the money that's available for small business to borrow. So in today's world, in 2017, how difficult is it for a small business to get a bank loan? Right now, it's not. If you go to the right bank. So I'm working with a, a $1 million business here in the Twin Cities uh, that was with a very, very large bank, and that very large bank doesn't really care about really small businesses like this $1 million business. And so we got him moved to a smaller bank where those kinds, those $1 to $10 million businesses are their sweet spot, and uh, he was able to get a loan. He's, he closes on Monday with a good SBA, Small Business Administration, loan. So he's happy. He's, he's smiling. He's very happy All because right. he doesn't have to deal with this big behemoth anymore. And he can expand his, his yeah. business. Yeah. By the way, I've mentioned before uh, that Bill uh, has a particular expertise in helping family-owned businesses. And I thought, Bill, uh, we'd open up the phone lines this morning. If, sure. you, if you are part of a family-owned business, either as an owner or an employee, uh, we'd love to invite you to call in and ask Bill your questions <clears throat> right now. Here's the phone number. It's 877 877- Nine three three twenty four eighty four. Excuse me. That's eight seven seven ninety three faith. If you're part of a family owned business, either as an owner or as an employee, and got a question for Bill, he'd be glad to uh, to give you his expertise absolutely free, which is a really good deal here on Faith Radio. Um, so, what about Mr. Trump's claim that it's virtually impossible to start yeah. or grow a small business today? Is that really true? No, it's hyperbole. You know, he's he's being. 
extreme to make a point. And the and and his the core of his point I think is valid. It is more difficult today to start a business than it was say 20 years ago because of the increased regulation and the increased uh, legislation that has resulted in increased regulation. We talked about some of that last week. And so uh, if if you go back 20, 30 years and compare to today, yeah, it is more difficult. Impossible? Not at all. You can start a business. Okay, let's talk about state regulations because not only are small businesses dealing with the feds, I uh, I lived in Texas for several years, which is a state that's very business-friendly. And, in fact, a lot of businesses in the United States have relocated to Texas for that very reason. Uh, Other states, not so much. Well, and it it depends on on uh, how much of a safety net that the state wants to create and how much taxes they want to extract from their people and so forth and so on. Um, I would say that some states, and I'm not going to name any states oh, right now. Oh, go ahead, Bill. <laughs> I would say that, that New York, Hawaii, uh, California, uh, to a lesser extent, Minnesota, Massachusetts, those kinds of states, uh, and really any any state in in that New England corridor. Uh, so for our friends in Connecticut, I would uh, I would put Connecticut in this in this place. Um, they're strong social safety nets in these states, and so there's going to be higher taxes on the businesses and higher regulations, uh, especially where the unions have a particular sway in those states. Uh, there's going to be additional regulations uh, about using union labor in certain situations. It's interesting. I have a friend who is a, a town manager in New Hampshire, which is a New England state, but tends to be a little more business friendly. Right. Uh, and when it comes to taxation, they're you know, live free or die. That's their their state their state, <laughs> state motto. But he's been doing. You know, some, we don't have a state motto, do uh, we? I, you know, what is it? Go fishing on Saturdays. Yeah, is I, that I think the Minnesota that is, state motto. There, there is a Minnesota state motto. We'll, we'll look it up. Someone's going to call <laughs> us right, and tell somebody, us what it is. Yeah, and I'm going to get slammed. Uh, okay. All right, all right. By the way, again, if you have a question for Bill about a small business or family-owned businesses, we would love to have you give us a call. Here's the phone number. It's eight seven seven nine three three twenty four eighty four. That's eight seven seven ninety three Faith. If you have a question for Bill English, our business consultant here on the Faith Radio Network. Welcome back. It's 20 past the hour. This is the Faith Radio Network. If you're listening on one of our new FM frequencies, we want to say welcome. You're tuned in on 94.1 FM in Hartford, 93.1 FM in Waterloo, 104.7 FM in Madison, or in the Twin Cities on our FM signal, 90.7 FM. Thank you for making us part of your day. We'd love to send you one of our welcome packets. If you're brand new to Faith Radio, just go to MyFaithRadio.com. I'm Bill Meyer. My guest, Bill English. He is a business consultant in the Twin Cities. He's also the founder, director, and uh, contributor to BibleandBusiness.com. And the only author. Oh, I'm going to get your mic well, on. Just got to get my mic okay. on. Yeah, and the only author. Well, too. you're a good author too. I must say. Well, uh, thank you. B- Bill is one of these guys. If you go to BibleandBusiness.com, if you are a Christian business owner, uh, you will find some great resources there to really. I believe, apply your faith to your business practices. So I would encourage you to uh, to go there. Oh, I, I understand that Jeff from Duluth knows the state motto oh, for the state of well, Minnesota. So let's let's uh, talk to Jeff here. Jeff, what is Minnesota's state motto? Well, it's French. It's Le Hotel du Nord, which means Star of the North. Star of the North. 
So, 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 Jeff, if you take the French and translate it into Greek, does it then become fishing on Saturdays? That's it. I believe that's correct. <laughs> Is that how that works? Don't quote me. Thank okay. you, Jeff. We right. appreciate <laughs> you. Yeah, I, I when you asked me earlier, I was thinking, I know something about the North or the North Star, but yeah, the the Aurora Borealis, I knew it was something in there. So but thank you, Jeff. But, you for, know, Star of the North, live free or die. Yeah, I, I kind of uh, like the, the live yeah, free or die. The live free or uh, die. Okay. Both are poetic in their they own ways. I suppose. In, All right. Indeed. Okay. okay, so getting back to... So it's like mom has corrected us now. Uh, thank you. Getting back to Mr. Trump's claim about small businesses in America, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he said, you know, oh, it's impossible to start a small business. Or they can't, they can't grow. Um, but you're seeing a lot of growth in small businesses. We are. Uh, this is a good time to be in small business right now. There's a lot of money on the sidelines looking for a place to live and to be invested. And so if you have a good idea for growth and if you are and can get connected to the right investors, uh, you can 5 or 10x your company uh, relatively quickly. Uh, that's one of the things we do at the Platinum Group, and we know a lot of those investors here in the Twin Cities. Twin Cities, ironically enough, is one of the highest per capita uh, uh, places in the nation for private equity. Really? Yeah, it is. It's it's like we're number three, number two, or number three in the, in the nation. So you got for, a lot of gazillionaires who live here who want to give money to businesses. Uh, well, <laughs> they don't want to give. You know what I mean? They want to yes. they, they they want to invest. But yeah, this is a the Twin Cities is a high private equity market. That is interesting. Okay, um, the number of small businesses in the U.S. was declining for for several years. It did and, after the crash. Yeah, and but now in the last couple of years, it's been picking up again. It has. Uh, we saw uh, based on the census numbers. Now I'm talking about the census numbers, and I'm talking about the number of firms versus the number of establishments. So a firm, based on how the census does their uh, numbers, can have more than one establishment, one one location. Right. In other words, Chick Fil A. Uh, it has a lot of. Yeah, it has, has a lot of establishments. <laughs> there you go. So uh, you can. It has been coming back up in the last two to three years. It was over, uh, if I remember right, it was over 7 million firms in the United States uh, based on the Census Bureau back in 2007. And, it, and it's been steadily declined to under 6 million uh, by, I think, around 2012 or 13, and now it's started to come back up. And do we have any uh, estimate on the percentage of Americans that are employed by a small business? Because, I mean, it's pretty significant, isn't it? It, it is. If you take the number of firms, uh, if, if you look at employment by firms who have 100 or less employees, uh, they represent half the payroll in this country. Wow. And uh, the, so there's there's about 110,000 businesses with employees between 100 and 500, and there's only about 17,500, give or take, that have over 500 employees in the United States. That group represents half the payroll. And then the group with 100 or less, which is about 5.8 million right now, firms in the United States, they represent the other half. So we need to be doing everything we can to uh, support small businesses. Just out of curiosity, yeah. just about a minute left, yeah. how does the U.S. compare to other countries in the world when it comes to being friendly to small business? It really depends on the scale that you're looking at. So, for example, if you're looking at access to electricity, we're going to be pretty good, right? If you're looking at access to infrastructure, roads, bridges, that kind of thing, we're going to be pretty good. Uh, if if you look at access to getting credit, uh, some other countries are going to be better than us at that. If you're looking at uh, uh, paying taxes uh, and, and how that might fare, we're one of the highest corporate tax rates 
in the world, so we would not fare as well there. So no, in other countries, President Trump has said that that's hopefully going to change. Uh, would you uh, would you venture to say that we'll see that uh, at least that move in the next year or so? Yes, I would venture to say that we will see the corporate tax rates come down by Congress. I hope the Congress, and this is where I disagree with many of my conservative friends, I hope the Congress does a pay for and makes it uh, uh, debt neutral. Right, right. Uh, because we're already, uh, unfortunately, our last president doubled our debt. And and the debt is a serious problem that nobody is really talking about, and we need to be debt neutral in how we cut taxes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. He has a little accountant hat on when he said that, so the little green visor. <laughs> <laughs> green visor. <laughs> you know. The, yeah, I know what you Thank mean. you, my friend. We appreciate you. All right, buddy. Have a great week. You too.